The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. News has reached us just within the last 40 minutes um, of the passing of former Taoiseach, um, well-known Fianna Gael member right throughout his working life, uh, John Bruton, and joining us now um, on the phone to reflect on that and to bring us more news, um, local Fianna Gael member John Paul Phelan. Thanks for joining us this morning on the KCLR Daily. Thank you, Brian. Um, when did you hear the news yourself? I just heard it there after, uh, well, I suppose about 10 o'clock. Um, the message started started uh, leaking out. I suppose um, family had put out a statement around a few minutes later. Um, but I suppose for for uh, many of us, it wasn't. It's not a shock. Um, John had been ill for quite some time, and people would have, I suppose, noticed his absence from a number of things. Um, most notably, when President Biden was in in Dublin last year. All the former Taoiseach were invited, and John wasn't there, which was a clear sign that all oh, wasn't all wasn't well. But um, I need to say it's not a shock, but still, it's it's a sad a sad day. Well, you mentioned that he wasn't able to attend when um, the U.S. president visited last year um, due to that ill health. But let's take a moment to listen to him um, in the fullness of his power. A tall, eighty-five, Neil, seventy-four, motion carried, and I hereby declare. Deputy John Bruton to have been nominated by Dáil Éireann for appointment by Antish. Ceann Corda, I wish to thank this House and my colleagues for electing me. John Bruton there, um, a former Taoiseach who passed away, the 10th Taoiseach of Ireland. Um, became Taoiseach back in 1994. Also joining us on the phone um, is former, former Fianna Gael Senator um, Pat O'Neill. Pat, um, the sad news breaching us this morning. Um, take a moment to reflect on the man that was John Bruton. Well, I mean, it is sad news, especially for his family, his wife Mary and um, his children and his brother Richard. Um, John Bruton, I suppose, he was an Irish statesman and that's what he was. And he I, he became, I suppose, Taoiseach, you could say, by accident in 1994 when um, the Labour Fianna Fáil uh, coalition um, uh, fell apart over the Father Brendan Smith um, handling of the Father Brendan Smith case. And nobody thought that the government, we thought we were facing a general election in this country. And suddenly, um, Labour and Fianna Gael came together and they brought in what was the Workers' Party at the time, who would have had. Pat Rabbit in it and Plunchy Sarasa and things like that. And they said that there's no way that a Fine Gael party could work with so a party supposed to be so far to the left. And it turned out that it was one of the most successful governments this country had um, from 1994 to 1997. And I think a little bit of political um, naivety that the, they had held the general election in 1997, I think six months too early. And if he had held on uh, for six months, the economy was really on the up. Um, he would have been returned as Taoiseach. He increased the Fine Gael seats in that general election, 1997, by nine seats. But Labour were decimated. They lost 15 or 16 seats. And so the coalition couldn't come back. And then uh, that started the Bertie Ahern era. Bertie Ahern came in in, in 1997 and he did three terms as Taoiseach. But John Bruton, was, he was a great statesman. He was a great European. He, he, he loved the European concept and he, he loved Ireland's involvement in Europe. And uh, we in Kilkenny were very honoured uh, a few years ago when we had a, a commemoration for W.T. Cossier for the 100th year of his election uh, for uh, Kilkenny into, into, the, into the 
um, Dahl Aaron, and we ha- held it um, at dinner. And uh, John Bruton came down as guest speaker, and he gave an excellent paper in that time that night that evening. And also, I suppose um, John Bruton. Um, what I remember about John Bruton was his laugh. His laugh was unbelievable. I don't know if you ever heard him. You can pick it up, but uh, nobody in the world laughed like John Bruton. But it was infectious, his laugh, so it was. Well, you, uh, Pat, John, um, Paul, Phelan also joining us there. Pat mentioned a moment ago the statesman that he was. I mean, um, and talking about being a, a proud European, you know, John was a member of the presidency of the convention and the future of, of Europe. And, and he did a lot of the work on drafting that EU-Lisbon treaty as well. But I, I want to talk more about his time and his influence on politics here in Ireland. Um, the leader of Fine Gael from 1990 to 2001, John Paul, how influential were people like John Bruton and John specifically in terms of um, setting the party up to become the next generation that it is now? John? Most of the people who followed um, since as leaders of Fine Gael would would have been close to John Bruton, including the current one, Leo Varadkar, um, who was very active in Young Fine Gael when John Bruton was the leader. Um, he was, as Pat said, very involved in the whole European movement. He was uh, one of one of I think the founding members of that uh, in the country, and it was something in the last few years that he had become a particularly associated with. Whenever there was general discussion on on European affairs, John Bruton was often um, uh, one of the, the the leading lights who was interviewed on it. Um, he had served since 1969. He was elected first as a 22 year old, there, and the first images I'm sure which will be repeated tonight of John Bruton on TV actually were in a hospital bed after that election. Uh, he, he, I think, was having his appendix removed or something like that. That was his first national interview. Um, and most recent ones would have been in relation to the European Union. But um, he, 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 I would say everybody that's come after has, has, has been greatly influenced by John because of his, his passion for economic development, his passion for peace in Ireland, and his passion for for the European Union, things that, as Pat pointed out, the Celtic Tiger, you know, as we knew it, um, started to really gather uh, energy under John Bruton as 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 the teacher of the country. There was over a thousand jobs a week being created at a time. At that time, um, that was completely unprecedented in an Irish context. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, like it, it is kind of the end of one era and the the, the start of another in that sense that um, uh, he 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 came to prominence nationally in the eighties as serving in different positions. Famously, Minister for Finance in one of his budgets uh, didn't go through. And and caused an election, um, uh, but also as as Minister for Industry and Commerce in Gareth Fitzgerald's government. But he had previously been Junior Minister for Education in, in, in Liam Cosgrave's government back in the 70s. So for a young fella who was, I think, 25 when he was made a Junior Minister in 1973, um, that was nearly unprecedented at the time as well, that uh, he was a, a young whippersnapper. Um, uh, he, he, he also, um, people, some people would be familiar with the fact that he was involved in a group of kind of young Turks, I think they were called in Fine Gael, that included such luminaries as Vincent Brown and the late Henry Ken- Kelly, who was a, a former broadcaster on the BBC and a yeah. couple of others. Um, and they they were seen as being young kind of liberal voices in Fine Gael in the 1970s in particular. So um, uh, he, he's had a long and varied uh, career in, in, in politics and 
definitely has left left an impact. And just finally, to go back to uh, former Senator Pat O'Neill, I mean, obviously serving as the US ambassador between 2004 and 2009, he had that global reach as well. How will he be remembered on the global stage? Well, I mean, he was a diplomat, and he, I mean, John Bruton, uh, it just, I think, be able to put together that government in 1994. Uh, to bring the Workers' Party in showed that he was able to compromise. And, I mean, they would have had made demands. We, I don't know them off the top of my head now what demands which would have been made by the Workers' Party at that time, Prunchy, Sarasha and Pat Rabbit and them. And that he was, he, he, he knew that compromise. And he knew that compromise was always the way to, uh, to, we say, to solve the Northern Ireland problem. And, I mean, John Bruton would be remembered as, as, as an excellent statesman, I, I mean, in this country, one of the best we've ever had. And, um, he, his his legacy has still be seen, and the time Brexit was happening, um, he 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 was, I suppose he he printed more papers uh, and gave more interviews in relation to why Brexit shouldn't happen. He was totally against what was happening in in the UK at that time because he was so pro-European. He saw the benefits that the European Union had brought to Ireland since we had entered in 1973, and he wanted that to continue. And he he felt at that time that uh, the UK leaving wasn't, wasn't going to benefit anybody. Um, and Ireland, um, our nearest neighbour, if they left, was going to have a knock-on effect to us. But I mean, John Bruton, he, he will be remembered as, I suppose, one of the best statesmen we've ever had in this country. Well, John Paul Phelan and Pat O'Neill there reflecting on the passing, the news arriving this morning of the passing of former Taoiseach uh, John Bruton. Gentlemen, thanks for your time this morning. The KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie.